You are listening to 51st Dates Houston. I'm Connie Leon, your host. We will be discussing relationships and dating and everything in between with people from all walks of life. So get ready. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to 51st Dates Houston. And I don't even remember how long it's been, but it's been a while. And I have a new guest today, and it's another guy which is rare. I rarely have guys on here. They don't ever really have the guts to talk to me. So yay, we have a new one. (laughs) So we're going to kick off with who you are. So you need to tell us your name, how old you are, and where you're from. So my name is Jonah Rogers, um, also known as Clear Lake Drake. And I am from Houston, Texas, more down towards Clear Lake Pearland area. I'm 40 years old. And I was got married at 22, divorced at 24. I have a 17-year-old daughter and a 14-year-old son. 15, 15 year old son. He just had a birthday. He's 6'3". Oh, wow. Blonde, saw... blonde, blonde hair, green eyes, this, this kid. Wow, that's crazy. Um, how tall are you? I'm 6'2". He's a little bit taller than you. I've seen your yeah, pictures. Yeah, he's, over, he's taller than me. Um, and so then what do you do? So I currently, I am actually in the process of opening 10 CBD stores this year. That's my passion is to help people with addiction and you know just whatever pain um but uh in a previous life i got really really lucky and became a millionaire at the age of 24 and traveled around the world went to 19 countries i ran a multi-million dollar illegal operation that i never really got in trouble thank you lord mm-hmm. um but yeah uh i i through bouts of homelessness and depression and gambling and everything else i finally cleaned my act up two years ago and yeah, that's that's it. Like I have a, a very unique story that is going to get told soon, I hope. And so you went to school here in Houston? No, Clear Lake. Yeah, I actually went to Dobie High School. Okay, and so you went to high school. Did you go to college? I got a full ride scholarship to TSU but for football. But, uh, you know, I worked a full-time, <laughs> I actually worked a full-time uh, job while I was in high school while I played two varsity sports, which was I cut chicken at Boston Market. And so... They don't tell you that, you know, your your core GPA is what counts for your SAT score. Long story short, I didn't end up going. And so I uh, ended up getting into business when right. I, when, at a young age. Right. Awesome. Awesome. So, okay, here we go. Like, first question, same question I ask everybody. And I've actually changed up the questions as of, like, this weekend. I've been thinking about new ones, so I might change them up as we go. Um, so what has been your best or your worst first date? You can do both or either one. So my best first date was, I would say, I I got randomly called one day and I was like, I had just gotten into an argument with my ex. And so I was, I was like, the next chick who calls my phone, we're flying to Vegas. <laughs> and so I was literally like, this chick calls my phone and I'm like, hey, what are you doing? She said nothing. I said, do you want to fly to Vegas right now? Right. And she said, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we flew to Vegas. You know, we stayed at Bellagio for a week, ordered it up, lived it up, had fun. And that was your first date? That was the first date. <laughs> and your worst? Have you had, like, a really bad first date? I've had a lot of bad dates. I, at one point, I, I like, I was a serial dater because, you know, you never really know what you want. So I've dated all races, all whatever. Um, but, yeah, I've had some – I can think of many, many bad dates. I've I've actually faked an injury – and went to the restroom and didn't come back and type dates. Like, oh, like, like I'm off the chain, but she's really off the chain. Well, I don't think I've ever had anything that bad where oh, I have to man. fake an I, injury. I, that, I, I, I like to think I wouldn't do that at this day and age, but there's a lot of 
different weird people out there. And I'm weird, but they're like weird. <laughs> I've had where I've had like people on standby, like, okay, at a certain time, text me and ask me if everything's okay. Like, right. Code word is blue. Yes. And then you have to, yeah. So other than that, I don't think I've had like a bad, bad day. So yeah. Um, so you um, are on social media. Yes. You're on Facebook. That's how we met. Um, when you're dating someone or going out with someone, how soon is too soon to be posting people on social media? So that's a funny thing you say because, you know, as somebody who is a reformed player, I'm going to admit it. Like, I was a player. I was I, 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 I was a hoe. I mean, let, let's just keep it what it is. And as somebody That's who lived... That's a TikTok. Lived, I'm huge on TikTok. It, <laughs> I was a hoe. I was. Yeah, I was. <laughs> but, but, you know, you, I had a kind of a different type of childhood. It was abusive. So, you know, you look for love your entire life and you and you think every person you go out on a date with you're like you try to see the good in them and like this person could be the one or you overlook the bad stuff and this and that so yeah i mean you know bouncing around life and and just going through it all yeah it, it <laughs> i i now i'm the love guy now i want to be in love now i want a light a long relationship and so for me to post on social media you're telling the world hey i'm off limits so when somebody if i start dating someone and they're like hey don't post nah man you're not for me because i want to uplift somebody but i want to be uplifted too like i don't have nothing to hide i don't want I, i want a strong spiritual woman not religious but spirit well i'm just saying like i'm a spiritual person right i believe in creating that bond but yeah, if you don't post me on your socials, mm, you you're gonna it. you're gonna lose me. <laughs> I don't want it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when um, when is it okay? Like after dating, how long does it take you, or how long do you think it should take for something to become serious or more committed? Um, I think that you know they say when you know you know, and like some people, you just have that bond and that connection, and it it just it's just right. And for me, I'm kind of, I have bad, I'm very bad about being patient. Like, I know what I want. I know where I'm going. And, you know, for the right person, you can have the right connection the first day. But some people, whether it's, oh, I don't want to have sex with them too soon, or I don't want to do this too soon, or I don't want to introduce them to my friends too soon. It's because it's an embarrassing factor because nobody wants to be like, oh, well, every week you're with a different person. right? Right, right. So... I think it's just, it's all about the person. With the right person, it's zero to 100 right away. With the person that is a little sneaky, is a little, you know, disappears a lot. Right. You know, that's, those are the people you, be, you're, you should be patient with, but you probably shouldn't be dating those people anyway. So I follow a ton of, like, different relationship experts, both men and women now. I used to only follow men relationship experts, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? So I started following women relationship experts, and there's these rules right of like you don't text until he texts you back like you don't discuss certain topics or things until the third date or you don't like you know fully commit until it's been a month you have to figure it out but I definitely agree with you like it doesn't sometimes there's that instant connection and for me just like you're saying right like I've gotten to this place in my life where I'm like I would rather have something very meaningful and long lasting versus something hot and heavy day one and just burns out in a couple weeks you know um so a lot of those kind of rules like I don't know they don't really apply to me sometimes because I'm like it went really well with this person that I supposedly did all the rules and followed all the things and then nothing really happened and then it didn't go so well with somebody else that I just kind of you know 
winged it. I don't know. It just, to me, the expectations and the rules kind of fly out the window after a certain point. So here's the thing. As humans, we all want to be loved, right? Like everybody wants to be loved. Maybe we say that, but we actually do need and want to be loved. So yeah, uh, for me, I... I just want somebody to, that I can go all in with. And, and, and the rules change for everyone. But the thing is, it's like when you've spent your whole entire life wanting to be loved, it's like you walk into a grocery store when you're hungry. Everything you see on the shelf looks good. So you're yeah. like, you, you, you pick that. Oh, I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that. Instead of being patient to get what you actually want. Because yeah. nobody, even as a player, back when I was a player, like nobody wants to, there's a lot of lonely nights. Nobody wants to be alone. Right. 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 So... I feel like when you're in that right place and you have that person that, right, like, this person makes sense. Right. This person has no bad intentions for me. Like, I think I want to try it. Because eventually you're going to want to put yourself out there. Eventually, you know, the big bad world, uh, you know, no matter what's happened to you or how bad a relationship you've been in, eventually you're going to want to put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you gotta be, you still got to be cautious and guarded. But, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. For sure. Um, And then is it something that you discuss, like the whole commitment thing? Is it something that you just kind of assume like, oh, we're doing this every day. We've been hanging out. We've been chatting. Like, is it assumed or is it like an actual conversation? Like when you're in the seventh grade, you send a little note. I want to be your boyfriend. So, 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 yeah. Do you like me? Do you like me? Check yes or no. Yes or no. So, so it's kind of funny you say that because... When I initially when we, we initially talked about this, I was like, oh, Lord, me talk about relationships. Really? I know what to do. But applying that to your own life is different. Right. right. So I sent it, you know, I sent it to my brother and he's like, oh, I know what you should call it. How to lose a girl in 10 days. <laughs> because for me, the problem I'm facing now is I'm so love starved that I just put myself out there right away as far as like telling everything that I've been through and and all the, you know, just my journey, like, right, like everybody. Mm-hmm. But it's like, there's no greater feeling than being in love. So the the the, the thing about love is you only got to be right one time. Mm-hmm. Like if you're right, if you're right that one time, it's like a lottery ticket. If you're right that one time, you're set. Yeah. Right. So you have to, eventually you're going to have to put yourself out there. And that's where I'm at now is like, you know what? Yeah, I'm opening myself up to get crushed, but the the risk reward for love is worth it, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I have a friend and he's a guy and he doesn't date at all. Like he will tell me he, he doesn't even leave his house. And he's he's been on my podcast. His name is Gil. I'm gonna call his ass out because we do that to each other. So he just doesn't. And he and I'm like, I'm putting myself out there. He's like, I'm not. I'm like, we're just so different. But to me, it's like you're saying, like, I would I've been hurt right. so many times, right? Like My girlfriends will tell you I have been hurt. And I'm like, I still feel it's okay for me to just put myself out there and be like, maybe this time it'll work. And and at least I know. At least I'm not like doubting, like, could it have worked? Could I have found somebody? You know, I'm just putting myself out there because I feel like, yeah. What is that quote? Um, It's better to have lived lived in love than than to never never loved at all. Yeah, it's true. And and what is the, you know. What's the, there's a movie, A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. It's very true because, it. It, well, it's, it was a Martin Lawrence movie. Like, I'm showing my <laughs> age right now. But um, there's a thin line between love and hate. Like, mm-hmm. love and hate are very close because, lo- I mean, in the sense that it's a very strong emotion, mm-hmm. right? When you're in love, like, when, and heartache. Let's talk about heartache. Getting your heart broken is the worst feeling ever because it's like, yeah. man, break every bone in my body. Don't break my heart because mm-hmm. now I got I to gotta sit with this. 
when I got played, it took me three years, mm-hmm. three years of moping around in misery. And why does she want me? <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Get it. Come on, bro. Come I on. Know. No, trust me. I have been there. I've been there. Um, okay. So I talk a lot about traditional dating versus non-traditional and then like the whole game of the chase. Right. Right. So you and I met online right because i messaged you right right so i'm okay you, you with- hopped up in the dms let's go ahead it's all right i'm okay with that like i do it all the time and sometimes i get crickets you know and i'm like let me back right back out of here but um and sometimes i don't you know sometimes guys are like yeah let's go out have a drink and you know whatever but um how do you feel about that like what do you think so, about so that I'll, I'll, so i'll dynamic? say so i'll say this um you know things have been said about me and and you know, there's, there's things that like, yeah, I just, I I stayed off social media for a while. And now that I'm back on social media, yeah, I get, I get hit up in the DMs. If I ever, there's a certain niche that I have, like I get DMs from like, I'm like, wow, really? Like, I'm not, I'm not conceited or arrogant at all, but I'm like, wow, really? You thought you had a shot? Really? (gasps) Like, I know that sounds horrible. And I, and I, I I admire people for, for the ability to put themselves out there because that takes courage. Mm -hmm. But like, is that what you thought about me? But like, I'm like I'm on Hinge, and I get like, no, no, not at all. I'm on Hinge, and I get like, you know, one like a week, and then I'm. But on Facebook, I get fifty two DMs a day, and I'm just like, really? And you know, it is what it is. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't look down. Like, to me, if you see what you want, go for it. Why not? Like, you only like, come on, man. <laughs> Life's too short. And go I'm at for it. that point in my life where it like if. If there's somebody or something that I want, like, I'm definitely, I'm going to at least try, right? Right. Because, again, I'm putting myself out there because I want to know. Like, I want to know if I'm going to find someone. I want to know if I'm going to be with someone. So, definitely, I don't ever mind. And I do. Like, I've messaged guys and straight up, like, hey, let's go to dinner. Some of them have not gone with me, which is fine. But um, a lot of times they'll be like, yeah. And it doesn't always turn into something romantic. You know, sometimes it becomes, like, a really good friendship. Um, The guy, Gil, that I'm telling you about, he is, like, one of my best friends. His brother and I are bloggers. Uh, his brother has a vlog and um, we connected and we knew each other for a while. And he posted his brother one day and I was like, hey, your brother's cute. And he's like, he lives in Richmond because my friend lives in the valley. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, I'm going to go follow him and I'll talk to him. And I did. I connected with him. We went out. We had drinks. And we are like the best of friends. Like the we've been friends ever since. And it's more of like we had a more of a like we're both from the Valley. We're both single parents. We were both kind of going through the same thing. We connected on that level and we became friends like we, I would have never known. Right. And he's really a really good looking guy. And all the girls, whenever I post him, we go out and have dinner. Right. Who is he? What's yeah. his phone number? And I'm like, <laughs> here you go. He's right. all yours. Um, and so, yeah, but I would have never had that friendship with him or, or realized that we were very similar in everything and a lot of things if I had not tried. Right. And it wasn't even like I was trying to, like, date him. Like, I really just was trying to have a friend and, you know, and find people and go out and see what happened. But, but yeah, and him and I turned into good friends. Um, so you did say you are on dating apps. Yes. So is that, like, your place where you feel like you've met most people or are you more traditional like well, in person so 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 here's the thing is that i always <laughs> the funny thing is i used to to not really make fun of people on dating apps but i was like i ain't never getting on a dating app but and then you get on dating apps and then i started on plenty of fish which is like yo if you want to hook up that's the site because you got all kinds on there like like i ain't never i've never been on that yeah, one. yeah pof is just like 
it's it's like, yeah. It, it, I, I feel like I want to take a shower <laughs> I after, after I get on that site. It's, 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 it's raunchy. It's I didn't raunchy. know that. But they do have classier sites. I only use Bumble. Yeah, so Bumble was good, you know, but, you know, you're, you got to realize that, you know, you're taking, you're putting the control in somebody else's hands and you don't get to really talk to somebody because they're, they're not getting a, a true snapshot of you because, mm-hmm. you know, even when you message somebody, like, even if you don't message right, it's like, hey, well, Okay, you're basic. Like, come on, bro. Give me something special, dog. Like, like seriously. Hey, really? That's the best you could come oh up with. God. I know what I bring to the table. Right. And you're going to say, hey, no. Mm-mm. So, you know, there's this balance. But, um, yeah, I, I, I would say that I literally, I literally delete the app every mm. week. Like, I, un- I pause my profile. Because, I do that too. It, because it's like you get frustrated because you meet, like, four potential candidates and then you're messaging, and it's all hot and heavy, and then it just goes cold. Mm-hmm. So you're like, either you're married, or you ain't about shit, mm-hmm. or, <laughs> or yeah, you know, or you're weird. or you're juggling ten because there's because there's yeah. a lot there's a, there's a lot of female players out there. Yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. No, yeah, I've told you. Yeah. So when it comes to like Bumble, um, I do. I go through like cycles of it. When I first got on, it was a dare. One of my like. A male single friends, he's like, I dare you to get on a dating app. I was like, fuck yes, I'm getting a dating app. So I got on Bumble. And I got on for about three months. I was like, this shit's overwhelming. I cannot talk to six guys yeah, at the yeah, same time. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And plus, nobody's trying to see you. you right, know, right. It's like... It's a chat site. They're chat sites. It's a pen tra- site. Yes, like, come that's on. That's exactly what it is. So I'm like, this is not for me. So I kept on going out, whatever. And then that didn't work. I'm like, okay, let me get back on this app for a minute. So then I get on again for a couple of weeks. And I actually met somebody in person. We went out. And after that, I was like, you know what? He's really cool. We'll be friends. Like, I don't need this anymore. So I go through cycles of it. Yeah. And I'll get on and get off. You, you know, it's there's no, like, let's just be honest. When you meet somebody that you vibe with, mm-hmm. the first three months, it's it's like, Every time they text you, you can feel the dopamine like you like you're doing cocaine in your brain. Every time they text, oh my god, they text again. Oh, they text, oh they reply. Uh, and, and 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 in full disclosure, that I would say my top three qualities is I text back right away. Mm-hmm. I always pay at a restaurant mm-hmm. and I eat booty. Like if, if <laughs> I mean, find you a man that can do all three. If you can find somebody that can do all three, that's that might be the person for you. I'm just saying. <laughs> so funny and we're gonna get into all that in a minute so you've got ahead of yourself um sorry yeah no I get so, excited <laughs> easy Connie <laughs> so the other thing is uh Facebook dating right when I first downloaded it so just like you said not to be conceited but like 90% is trash right yeah. like why the fuck would I date you like some so, somebody was saying last time people don't have teeth I'm like don't date me if you have, like, I'm not going to answer you if you don't have teeth. So, yeah. If I can't eat corn with you, like, if I can't eat corn with you, we're not dating. That's just, that, I'm going to put that out there now because one of my goals, one of my goals, when I get rich again, which is soon, I want to get veneers, but that's another You're thing. You're so funny. Okay. Um, so, who pays on a first date? So, the guy always pays. Chivalry is not dead. If this guy's like, hey, cash at me the balance or Venmo me that, bro, he's not for Bye. you. Bro. Bro, he's, not, he's not for you. He has no ambition. If he has, if even if you're dating outside of your league, beg, borrow or steal for the first date just to fuck it. So you don't look like an idiot. Like, like that's that's just it's just such a lack of like. Um, and it's, but some people maybe maybe some women like that. Some women actually like to pay. Right. But I will say this. A telltale sign for me. As far as dating, where I know, like, this isn't my person is 
if you treat a waiter bad mm-hmm. or if you tip bad mm-hmm. or if you uh you know if you treat old people bad or if you treat animals bad like these are telltale signs that you're not for me right. you you, you got to have heart so yeah. i will it's not that i won't ever let a woman pay but on the first date if if a woman pays yeah you know i i, I got <laughs> she's simping so i <laughs> so i've never had to pay on a first date but um I, like, have always thought if I have to go halves, like, I can do that. Or even, like, sometimes, like, I'll let, even with my guy friend, Gil, he'll never let me pay, right? So, and I he's just my friend. But sometimes I'm like, dude, I will pay for you. Like, I don't care. But it's a different type of relationship. So, definitely for me, like, I've never had to pay on a first date. But I've always, in the back of my mind, maybe all the girls do, right? In the back of my mind, I'm like, if I have to go half on this shit, like, yeah, I can do it. I can do it. I just hope i don't have to <laughs> well you know but there's some women that like angry pay they're they're like oh <laughs> oh you, you think you were good enough for me i'm gonna show you that. and and so you Sometimes know there, there's some ego try. depends on the yeah. vibe well, i think so so 95 if listen women if anybody any women listen to this <laughs> all the women y'all, listen to this. Y- y'all all do the same thing where you're like you, you you wait till the bill comes and you either go to the restroom i never or or, 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 you, or no. you do the whole like you know you might have $32 in your check-in <laughs> with available 300 overdraft and you're like, "Oh, let me reach for my card. Let me let, <laughs> hey, let me just let me just show common courtesy when I when I have zero intentions of paying. Please don't call my bluff. Please don't call my bluff. Please don't call my bluff." <laughs> I hate you. Oh my god, that's so funny. I did not reach for my wallet and I did not go to the bathroom. I'm just saying, I know I'm all the saying. tricks of the trade, Playboy. No. <laughs> and that's probably the same for guys. Oh well, yeah. Absolutely. I used to. I used to. Oh, know you a sure friend. you got this one? Yeah. Oh, you sure? No, no, no. I've I been used... declined on a date before, <gasps> where where I was like, and every guy and every person who's ever been broke knows this. Like when they when they pick your card up and you're like, please go through, please go. <laughs> this is before at, like like the, all the apps and stuff where you knew exactly where you were. It's like please go through, please go through. And then if it doesn't, oh, hey, man, this it's, it's just like if you're having sex and you come too fast. This has never happened to me before. Oh, gee golly. No, I, we used to have a friend who he would always forget his wallet at home. Mm. Oh, you know what? Shit, I left my wallet at home. Like, no, it's, the sa- it's the same thing when you go to a, go with, out with a friend and you go eat a Chipotle and they always got a $100 bill. Like, oh, this is all I got, bro. Oh, this is all, this is all I got. Man, come on, dog. Really, dog? That's so funny. Okay, sorry. Um, okay, so is a coffee date a date? A coffee date is not a date because it's not really an intimate setting. A coffee date is more of a meet-up meet up to see if you want to get to a real date. Like, if I tell somebody we're going to go have coffee, I don't want to hump you. Like, like that's, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just keeping it a buck. Hey, let's go have coffee. Hmm. Noted. With almond milk. No. <laughs> I'm bland as, as hell. That's all I'm saying. Good. So is sex important? Sex. So here's the funny thing about sex. Mm-hmm. In the context of a relationship, you literally spend the least amount of time having sex. But if it ain't right, no. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if look, fellas, if you're not packing, it's OK. <laughs> if your fingers don't work, it's OK. <laughs> if your tongue don't work, oh. you better be rich. That's all I'm going to tell you because you're going to lose her playboy. Oh my god. Okay, I usually talk more at these, but you're making me laugh. I'm and sorry. I'm, like, I'm crying. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So what's the biggest or number one deal breaker for you? The number one deal breaker for me is, you know, I want somebody who has heart, who, you know, 
I had I had a spiritual awakening and I want somebody who who is a loving person. And for me, again, if, if, if you if you treat people bad or if you think you're better than anyone or if you cut corners or if you steal or if you cheat, like there, there's certain characteristics like I can't say a number one deal breaker because we're always analyzing people. Right. Like mm-hmm. even when I when you go out on a date. We run all these check mark checkpoints and stuff in our yeah. minds. Like if they do this, this and this, so they're good. Right. If they do this and this and this, it's it's or you we look for signs, right? Or let me not text them back too fast. Or right. let me let me text them back now. Or like we play all these psychological games with ourselves in the hopes to find love. And it ends up we end up playing ourselves. And so deal breakers, I mean, the things that I thought were deal breakers in the past, they're not anymore. Like, like if you have a good heart, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what you did in your past. If you have a good heart and you're good to people, right. like we can grow. If mm-hmm. you want to get better as a person, we can grow. If you're stagnant or you you want a man to take care of you, I'm not your dude. I'm I'm about to go on an adventure. I want to see the world. I have three years left until my son graduates high school, and then I want to move to California with a a firm ten year plan to move to Europe. I need somebody who wants adventure. I want to go on an adventure. I want to, <laughs> I want to be rich. Mm-hmm. I want to be, uh, 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 I want to start a charity. I want to give back to humanity. And I need a woman that can do the same, that, that is at least open to that. Right. Yeah. No, I love that. Um, so what are the top three qualities that you're looking for in someone? The top three qualities are heart, mm-hmm. goals, and you know, as somebody who, you know, I was a shallow dude and, and I'll, I'll just say this wholeheartedly. Like I never felt like I looked good. Um, I was pretty chubby my whole life and then I got in good shape and now, you know, I feel like I look good. So looks isn't really that important to me as much as heart and, and the, like just the ability to love and, you know, ambition. Like, I mean, there's, there's, I have a bunch of qualities. I, I'm, I'm not settling anymore. I don't want to have premarital sex. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we all want to have premarital <laughs> sex. Hey, let me keep it a buck. But, um, I, I, I'm looking for somebody, I'm looking for my soulmate. Right. When the first full moon came up this year, mm-hmm. I went outside. I ain't never done this before in my life. I mean, like I said, I, I didn't believe in astrology or numerology or any of this other stuff. I believe in it now. The first full moon came out this year. And I literally went and prayed to the moon, send me my soulmate or my twin flame. Aww, and so it's that. coming. My, I know my time is coming. I know I'm going to get married on a beach. I know that I'm going to honeymoon in Bali for two weeks. I've already seen it. I've seen this movie and I'm ready. Whoever she is, wherever she is, she's going to find me and I'm ready. That's good. I love it. Yes. Manifestations are huge in my life. Um, okay. So question is, can you be... so? If you don't have kids with someone and they're your ex, can you be friends with them? Like, truthfully, a friend where you move on to the next relationship and it doesn't affect that relationship. So I used to be, yeah, I used to be that guy where, yeah, you can't do all that, this and that. Now I want to be, I want to uplift everybody. Anybody that ever hurt me, like, I forgive them. Anybody that I ever hurt, I hope they forgive me, right? Like, so... I can be friends with any ex. I want them to win. I want everybody to win. And and you're just not going to find too many people like that. There's so many people that are haters. Like so many people stalk their exes on social media. Like, uh, and, and, and in full disclosure, 
my longest relationship, she was half Hispanic, half white. And at the time, it was 2007 when we got together, I didn't know how to love. And like, but I was making a lot of money. I was making, I mean, I was making like 80 to 100,000 a month. Like I was mm -hmm. doing really well. And so I made it rain, right? Mm -hmm. Got her boobs done, got her jewelry, flew around the world. Like we had a really good time. But it was, it was like a, it's just in the quest for love and, and, and wanting to be loved and wanting to find your soulmate, you know, it, life's going to take you into many twists and turns until you're really ready for that person that, right. that you, when you meet your person, they say it's just effortless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I'm at now. It's like, yeah, no, I've definitely, uh, for me, I mean, I haven't been dating or like, you know, in a lot of other relationships in the last couple of years since I was divorced. So, um, I have seen where like an ex can totally ruin like a new relationship. Oh, so man. that to me is just annoying. I mean, with I, you should thrive because of your ex. Well, and that's what I was the, the one thing I was going to say is my ex, like I was 307 pounds, right? Overweight, 6'2", and she was super hot, right? Like I mean, she was just like way out of my league, but I had a lot of money. Like so, we, you know, we had a lot of fun, but at the same time like you know, that's not the way to live, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's mm -hmm. not the relationship you want. Like, right. it's, it's very shallow. And so I didn't, I never knew how to tell her I loved her right. or I care about you. And so I would just buy things, which women like that too anyway. Right. <laughs> but, but, uh, but no, it's just, it's just for the quest for love. Like, it's going to take you down many roads. And, you know, I would literally play when we broke up. And I was boohooing with my man boobs at the gym. I would be playing Kanye West in the nine of him time. A woman so hot. Like, I would play Kanye every day at the gym, bro. She was my motivation. I was like, I'm finna get fine. Like, like you're not, you, you think you're gonna outshine me? And I'll never forget this. We had an argument one time. I'll never forget this. And she's like, oh, really? Look at you and look at me. And I was like, oh, I knew I had man titties, but I was like, oh, no, my heart, mama. Oh, and so and so that's what motivated me to get in shape, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which here's the thing about getting attention. When you got money, you get a lot of attention. Right. I went broke. Ultimately, when you get a nice body, you get a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. So it's it's, you know. It's weeding through the people that just see you for what you are and mm -hmm. see your soul versus versus not. So right, I'll the just outside say that. and the material. I want all my exes to win. That's all I want to say. So on that note, so do you think that you can date someone? Because we've kind of been talking about it, like that isn't really your type, or like physically doesn't really, you know, physically you're not totally attracted to them, but there's all these other qualities about them. Do you think you can date them and ultimately like have chemistry and be able to be with them? I could definitely date some like the person that I was before, because, again, when you get when you're when you get too high up in life, whether it's money, whether it's whatever it is, ultimately, you're going to get humbled because the Chinese call it the circle of chi. When you get too high in life, you're going to come back down. And when you get down and you think you're never going to come back up, you're ultimately going to come back up. So, yeah, I could definitely the, the I could definitely date somebody who had a few extra pounds, was missing a limb, was, I, I'm, I don't want to say bipolar because I, the, the one thing about me and, 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 you know, when you search for love and you, you want to be loved, you essentially 
like the women that treated me the worst is the ones that I pursued the hardest and the ones that treated me good. I'm like, oh, you're fucked up. Like, right. what? You like me? Right. You like me? Oh, no, something's wrong with you. And I would push them away. Like, how ass backwards is that? Mm -hmm. But when you learn and you get to a point where you can love yourself, like nobody can hurt you. Mm -hmm. Nobody can like I know what I deserve. Right. You're not going to treat me like that. You don't want to return my text. Bye. You don't want to <laughs> you want to go see me. Bye. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, no. And it's true. Like I've, you know, had a lot of friends and I'm like, oh, your girlfriend's really pretty. Oh, yes, yeah, she was really pretty. But, you know, she was like the rudest. Most Shallow. Person. Like, like, yeah. like, like, so. like somebody could be hot and be a two. Like, I don't yeah. I don't I literally don't give a shit what you look like. I care about the Maya Angelou poem, Maya Angelou poem, right? It says people remember what you did. People remember what you said, but they will never remember the way you made them feel. Right. And so if somebody makes me feel bad or they have their bad energy, like I'm out. Like, I don't care what you look like. Right. That's good. I love this. You were scared. That's I was it. scared to do this. Why were you so I was scared this? to do this. Uh, because, like, like you I'm drinking two I, bottles I'm, of wine for nothing. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> you don't have to call me, darling. <laughs> oh, darling. Oh, my God. That's it. The pain is over. The Thank pain you is over. So Thank much. you. Oh, my God. We did it. We did it. So, if people want to connect with you, how do they connect with you, Jonah? So, on Instagram, it's at Rogers underscore Jonah. Mm -hmm. And on Facebook, it's Jonah Rogers. And just on a side note, recently in the beginning of December, I had rekindled things with that ex, the half Hispanic, half white. And we made a, a bet on who was more European because I'm biracial, black mm -hmm. and white. Mm -hmm. And so, as it turns out, not only did I lose the bet, I'm 53% European. She's 57 but it turns out I have a whole new family, and yeah, that's a, that's another story. And oh, by the way, I'm Irish, mm -hmm. right? Like I mm -hmm. thought I was French, but I'm I, my, I'm sixteen percent Irish, fifteen percent French, and so, you know, for me, the the journey that I'm about to go on, and I want to help people. Everything just makes sense. My family, like I'm 40 and I just found out I have a whole new family. Like, that's pretty cool. I have two. We all grew up 15 minutes away. One is a member at a place that I used to own, a game room. Um, and so I'm looking for love <laughs> in all the wrong places. Oh, my I'm God, you guys. Thank you, Jonah. Hey, thank you, man. <laughs> thank you, Connie, for the invite. Thanks, guys.